everyone, welcome to Story to Star Clan, No Warriors Cat Reread Podcast. I'm Paz. I'm Julian. And I'm Grey Stripe. No. <laughs> Banned from our podcast. Oh my god. You know, it's important to get all perspectives. <laughs> Hashtag not all cats. Um, I also kind of forgot what the intro was, so I sounded really hesitant. That's why. But maybe that was the right intro. I did it last week. I don't know why I forgot. So much happened to these chapters. It just... uh... Yeah. All my brain space taken up by these chapters. (laughs) Um, It's time, everyone. Drumroll, please. It's the Silverstream Gets Fridged episode. (laughs) Woo! I know you've all been looking forward to it. We love when a female character who has maybe 12 lines total dies. I mean, it's really important that Grace Stripe be sad, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's really key. (laughs) We all, all, Grace Stripe's character, beloved by all, very important that... He gets, um, he gets all his focus. Um, I don't know, did Joss Whedon write this part? (laughs) (laughs) Joss Whedon is uh, the ninth Aaron. Oh, no. You know, all the cats are barefoot. That's true. I was gonna say. We need to take this back. I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go into our summaries. Um, everyone, They're hefty. Everyone, yeah, everyone, buckle in. Uh, a lot of shit happens. Um, okay, chapter twenty-one. Fireheart advises Gracetripe to stay around camp for a little, so Tigerclaw isn't so suspicious of him. He also says that Gracetripe would recommend Brackenpaw to become a warrior, since he is Brackenpaw's mentor, and Brackenpaw fought so well in the last battle. Blue Star agrees to this, and Brackenpaw is renamed Brackenfur at his ceremony. Seeing Cinderpaw congratulate Brackenfur, their siblings, makes Fireheart proud, but also reminds him of how Tigerclaw caused her accident. Grayshape keeps his promise and sticks around camp for a while, but goes missing again one day. Fireheart is annoyed and tries to cover him as he goes to retrieve him. He finds Grayshape at Sunning Rocks with Silverstream, who has gone into labor. Greystripe begs Fireheart to get Yellowfang because something has gone wrong, but he can only find Cinderfall in time. When they return to Sunny Rocks, Tigerclaw is also there looking very accusatory. That is, Tigerclaw's like, like watching the fucking birth. He's just sitting there watching, I just gotta clarify that. <laughs> Cinderfall does her best, uh, but is only able to save the two kids while Silverstream dies. The truth about Silverstream and Greystripe's relationship finally comes out. Cinderpaw and Fireheart take the kids back to camp at her insistence, and Greystripe stays behind to bury Silverstream. Chapter 22 News about Greystripe and Silverstream's kids spreads through the camp. Bluestar is calmer than Fireheart expects and asks Goldenflower, one of the queens, to help nurse the two kids. Goldenflower agrees. Meanwhile, Cinderpaw is racked with guilt because she couldn't save Silverstream, and Fireheart struggles to comfort her. Yellowfang steps in, reassuring Cinderpaw that she did as much as she could. Bluestar and Fireheart talk about what will happen to Greystripe, 
Fireheart eventually gets her to talk about Mistyfoot and Stonefur being her lost kids. Chapter 23. Bluestar tells Fireheart about how she lost her kids. She reveals that Oakheart was their father and that he didn't steal the kids. Bluestar, who was blue fur back then, was the one who gave him away. She explains her reasoning for this. StarClan had a great destiny for her, but a nursing queen couldn't be deputy. And ThunderClan <laughs> back then was having a difficult leaf fair. Just the gender, all the gender politics happening in this chapter. We'll, we'll get into this. And ThunderClan back then was having a difficult leaf fair while RiverClan was well fed. Her rival for being deputy at the time was also a violent and brash warrior named Thistleclaw, and she didn't want him to destroy her clan. Two of the kids made it safely to RiverClan, but one died in a journey. Bluestar recalls how she had to lie about what happened to them and how much it hurt her. Fireheart promises to never tell anyone else about her kids and asks why she decided to tell him. Bluestar seems tired and says he would understand about truth and choices. Fireheart goes. Fireheart then goes to get Graystripe from Sunny Rocks. Graystripe is still grieving and is shocked when Fireheart tells him that his kids are alive and that Bluestar allowed them to stay. They return to camp where things mostly seem normal again. Though Sandstorm is angry at Graystripe, Fireheart takes him to see the, his kids. Chapter 24 Fireheart goes to RiverClan to tell them about Silverstream's death. He doesn't ask for permission, afraid that others will object. He gives the news to Mistyfoot, who is devastated, and thanks him for telling her. She is also surprised that ThunderClan is keeping the kits. Later on, an excited Cloudkit tells Fireheart he's going to be made an apprentice soon. Meanwhile, Brindle, 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 Brindleface, I can't fucking say that name. Brindleface tells Fireheart he needs to stop Greystripe from fussing around in the nursery so much because he's annoying. He noticed that one of Goldenflower's kits is a dark tabby. <laughs> Meaning that Tiger Claw must be their father. <laughs> Next, Blue Star makes an announcement about what will happen to Graystripe. She decides Silverstream's death is enough punishment for him to Tiger Claw's clear disappointment. Some other cats are angry with this too, calling him a traitor. After that, Blue Star announces that Cloud Kit will become an apprentice, renaming him Cloudpaw. She also says Fireheart will be his mentor. Most of the cats, especially the elders, are excited and happy, but Fireheart notices that Darktail and Longstripe are dismissive, making comments about traitors and kitty pets in the clan. That's the end D of our reading. Wait, did I get- <laughs> I got their names mixed up. You did, fuck. <laughs> I- I was just reading- Darkstripe and Longstripe- <laughs> I'm fixing it right now. I was- I'm- Reading takes a lot of energy, I didn't notice um. That mm, shit happened. Okay, <laughs> all fixed. <sighs> where where to begin? Well, wow. I am Bria Stripe. Ask me anything. <laughs> um, what would you say was the strongest uh, personality trait of your dead wife? Good swimmer. Mm, let's see. <laughs> Just scrolling back up to chapter 21. The, like, opening scene where Fireheart is talking to Greystripe, um, there's a moment where he's like, 
Mm, should I tell Graystripe what I figured out about uh, Blue Stars kits? <laughs> no, Graystripe. The exact one is Graystripe had more than enough worries of his own. My my note on that that I wrote down was you can't show secrets with Graystripe because he's a shitty friend who wouldn't care. No. <laughs> It's, it's like, like, it's not even that you can't trust him not to share it. You just straight up, like, it doesn't, why tell him? It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, he just, he legit just wouldn't care. Like, it it would, wouldn't stay in his mind, or he wouldn't devote any uh, brain power to it. He's, he's a good friend for one, like, purpose, which is, like, if you want to bitch about something, but you don't want any input or advice, or even for <laughs> anyone to remember anything, you just want, like, 30 minutes of talking. <laughs> Graystripe is a wall you can talk yeah. to. <laughs> he's uh he's a rubber duck. You can just rubber duck with Graystripe. <laughs> also, Kip is trying to break into my room, so if there's any like slamming noises in the background, that's that's what's happening. So it's, it's uh atmospheric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the opening scene um kinda kinda all digs at Graystripe because it's like, oh, Graystripe uh, doesn't need to hear about this shit. And then it's like, and then Fire having to tell Graystripe, like, hey, um, your apprentice that you don't even remember um, should be made warrior. <laughs> to his credit, Graystripe is like, but I wasn't there. <laughs> and Fireheart's like, well, I'm trying to cover for you, so... Yeah, think um. Do you know I'm happy? I'm happy for um back and fur for no longer having to deal with having a horrible deadbeat teacher. Yeah, it's like it's nice that he no longer has to deal with training. Um, yay, yay! He's free. <laughs> <laughs> He's free from high school where finally his teacher never. Was in the classroom. Uh. It really is the experience of, like, your teacher, like, goes on leave unexpectedly or whatever, and you (laughs) have a sub who doesn't know, who's, like, fine, but, like, doesn't really know what's going on and, like, is kind of checked out, and you're just like, well, guess I won't learn algebra then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. It's also, like, I mean, yes, that's what it's, like, exactly, but it's also, like, Graystripe is is that student who was like, you know, if 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 the teacher doesn't show up for 15 minutes legally, you're allowed to leave, except he's the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, like, little moment with Cinderpaw and Brackenfur is, like, it's a good character moment, and it's bittersweet, and it's also just, like, you know, I'm glad she's a... I'm glad she has, like, a thing that makes her happy and she's excited about, but yes. also, damn. I I don't, I'm, like, just relieved that she is genuinely excited about being Medicine Cat because I, I don't know why I was, like, so sure in my head she hated it. <laughs> I so think, I'm, like, like, could be worse. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't remember I must have just been either. thinking of Jay Feather. I and gotten that all mixed up. Yeah. But no, she's like, she's like, oh, I'm going to be the best mess and cat the forest has ever seen, and it's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, like, 
coming at this from someone who doesn't know who Jay Feather is yet quiet, and, you know, this is, like, my first time reading, it's it's just, like, nice that um, it feels, like, natural for her. Like, cause she's, her, she's retaining a lot of, you know, her personality. Um, I mean... We know that she's like this because they, they wrote her to be happy, and it's <laughs> yeah. just like seeing the seeing hints of the patterns that will come for other disabled cats in the future is not good. But as a one-off, if this was just a one-off, it would have been fine. Yeah, I yeah, I think like as a one-off, there's still like things to be critical of, but it would have been mm-hmm. like um like okay because like I do think. She- like her being written to like actually enjoy this is is fine but the fact that you know it comes like it turns into a pattern is what makes you kind of raise an eye at it there's a whole nother thing with um cinder paul in the future books um that is quite something that's a fucking mess um Um, but that's not gonna happen for a while yeah this part is like very sweet and like I'm really glad that we get to see her, like, in action and being, like, very competent um, later. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, well, pretty soon, because I think the next scene is... Oh, this yeah. is the next scene, Grace, yep. <laughs> Graystripe, like, first of all, Graystripe very obviously just sneaking out um, right when Darkstripe can see him and Fireheart, like, <laughs> desperately trying to cover for him. <laughs> Five a.m. Time to go to the grocery store. (laughs) Right before we get to the the silver stream stuff, there is one moment where when Fireheart is thinking about like the whole stuff with wondering whether Tiger Claw caused Cinderpaw's accident, um, he's kind of conflicted about Tiger Claw because of like him being a really good fighter. Um, and he has this moment of like, well, if Tiger Claw's not there, who will defend Thunder Clan? And my note is just like, I don't know, maybe all the warriors he keeps killing? Yeah. <laughs> you dipshit. Like, you know, you don't need him. You don't. He's causing the problems. He's causing the supply issue. <laughs> like, who will defend ThunderClan from Tiger Claw? <laughs> Tiger Claw. Also, fi- <laughs> Go ahead. No, also Fireheart, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, only you can prevent Tiger Claw. <laughs> God. Oh. Um. Yeah. Then Fireheart tries to cover for Grishite, follows him. Um. And then there's like warriors just decided we'll write this birthing scene <laughs> on the page. <laughs> very there's like graphically (laughs) this is not like the last birthing scene we will see on screen um i can't wait i love it because like we haven't even gotten into biting on the stick yet oh yeah (laughs) oh of course yeah maybe if silverstream had a fucking stick to bite on gray stripe yeah (laughs) i don't know they're in the forest you can't find many of them (laughs) Um, I also don't know that a stick would have stopped uh, hemorrhage. <laughs> um, first of all, I want to know how Graystripe knew she was giving birth that exact moment. Um, <laughs> uh, 
question number one. Yeah, did she, like, cross the Sunning Rocks, like, while in labor? Or, like, did she come to meet him and then go into labor? Or was she just, like, chilling there for days? I don't think that would have... I think someone would have noticed. Yeah. Also, sorry, this is, like, you know, it's a very emotional scene but the the visual of tiger claw being there <laughs> it's so funny i i get that this is a very dramatic scene but the way everything about it is hilarious it's so funny so like you know again it's it's very emotional as a child i remember like being this was a very like formative scene for me i <laughs> had a lot of feelings about it um <laughs> But fucking, your your wife is dying, and Tiger Claw is also there. <laughs> this you is like me. this is like if your wife was dying in like the hospital room, and then like the guy who like bullied you in high school just having to walk in. He's like, "What's going on?" Your mean gym teacher is also there. <laughs> it's extra funny because Tiger Claw like actually has no idea what's going on. He's like, he's like. <laughs> He has a line. Will one of you tell me what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Right, like, from his point of view, he's like, oh, they're up to something shady. And he goes out to see, like, what what shady thing is going on. And this random woman is giving birth. (laughs) Do you think that, like, when he saw her, like, in labor, did he just, like, consider for a second, like, I should just go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not my problem. Just for a second. (laughs) Oh. And and then her fucking um what what's her last line? It's really funny. Oh god, it's so much. Um can you read that paragraph of her her final words? Um yes, let me just get to it. Um oh yeah, okay. Silverstream raised her head and feebly licked Graystripe's face. Goodbye, Graystripe, she whispered. I love you. Take care of our kids. <laughs> And then she just fucking eats it. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god. That sure is a dead woman. Yeah, and then after Graystripe is like screaming and Tiger Claw tells him to shut up, he's like, now will someone tell me what's going on? <laughs> yeah, Tiger Graystripe, Claw's like, stop do your you know moaning. This cat? <laughs> Who's this woman? <laughs> Comedy. Uh, it's comedy. Uh, okay. Okay. But speaking of of comedy, we have to turn back a bit. I'm sorry to take us back into like no. There's the a lot. Labor. There's a lot that there's there's a lot happening in this scene. We've, we now that we've covered how funny her dying is, we mm. can go over the rest of it. Okay. For one thing, um, very funny to just have labor on screen in the third book of your children's series about cats. But they they make a point to point out specifically in one paragraph um, that uh, yeah yeah that Cinderpaw's body blocked Fireheart's view of what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, because I didn't uh, want to read about that. Mm-mm. It's okay. Oh, and there's the part where she bosses like. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that part Cinder is, Cinderpaw in this whole scene is incredible. So I love her. Fucking funny. She um, is great. Mm-hmm. She, 
like she gives the kit to tiger claw to like clean off and get going and tiger claw's like i'm not a medicine cat and she goes you've got a tongue haven't you lick you useless lump of fur and he does (laughs) and he does (laughs) it's so funny imagine your evil gym teacher like you throw a baby at him and he's like fine uh I get okay. I guess Silverstream's death uh, does double as character development for Cinderpaw. So that's true. Two, two pairs of one stone of this fridging, I suppose. Because it is like I think it's really nice that we get to see Cinderpaw be conflicted about something that's like not her disability. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like her um, job. Like it's like oh, she's like really taken pride in being a medicine cat apprentice and like has done a good job, but like has to deal with this thing that every doctor has to deal with when you like lose a patient yeah um and it's just like it's very good yeah i really like the writing for that and like the yeah. conversation she is later with yellow fang and like and it is just like a conversation like about like that's what being a doctor leads to you know like you can't save all your patients mm-hmm. and it's like, the the part where, like, Fireheart is, like, having a hard time comforting her because he doesn't really know what to say, like, that's very characteristic of how he's dealt with this kind of stuff with her before, but also... Yeah. I think it works because, like, this is purely her conflict. He can't really do anything about it, and for once, it's not about him. Yeah, like, he's not a doctor. Yeah. No. This man has never like- went to medical school. <laughs> has he killed anyone yet? I don't think so. Yeah, there you go. It's also, like, it's really nice that, like you said, Liz, the narrative, like, doesn't focus on him being upset that he can't comfort her. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, oh, he can't comfort her. Moving on. Yeah, and then, like, he's, like, he's kind of, like, oh, thank God when Yellowfang shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, what, What else happens here? Everything happens. It's a really dense series of paragraphs. Like three pages. <laughs> um, God, I can't get over Tiger Claw being there. <laughs> My wife's in labor, and also Tiger Claw's here. <laughs> I can't believe Graystripe doesn't realize his children lived. Oh like, my I know, god, like, that's I know, the worst. I know your GF just died, but also, um, kind of a big oversight, buddy. G- <laughs> She said one thing to him, and it was take care of her kids. That was the last thing she said. And he just, like, forgot. Yeah, he's, like, dealing, he's, like, you know, talking to Silverstream's body or whatever, and Cinderpaw's like, all right, we gotta get the kids back to camp. And he just, I guess, doesn't hear it. It's completely oblivious. Like, I know that, like, you know, grief and trauma, like, fuck you up. But, like, you've got it. You've got one job. Yeah. She told you what it was. (laughs) You could have checked. Those are last words. Well, what, okay, once he is told the kids are alive, he does that one job to an extent everyone finds extremely annoying, so. <laughs> that part is very funny. That yeah. is true. I think he can go back to being enjoyable if he's like that. <laughs> um, then we, then we get, um, uh, Tiger Claw eugenesis moments where he's oh my God. calling these kids oh half breeds. 
You're all straight cats. Yeah, you're all just right cats. There's no genetic <laughs> difference. Except for Yellowfang, who is a pyramid Persian cat. <laughs> for some reason. I mean, it's also like the, the eugenesis of it is a lot. But the also like Greystripe being like, oh, I have to bury her here because her clan won't want to mourn her. Right? Like, buddy, are you sure about that? Yeah, I like, hold on, you didn't ask. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like, you know, we've seen a little bit with at the beginning when that uh, deputy died and when other people have died, like, there's a whole ritual around death that, like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone in the clan says goodbye to the cat and, like, gre- like has a vigil and there's, like, a whole grief process and, like, if you just fucking bury her, you they don't get to do that. Yeah. Like, her dad is the leader of the clan. I mm-hmm. He gets to decide the rules, so um, if he wants to mourn his daughter he will yeah it's it's a choice it's also sorry logistics question how the fuck is he gonna bury her you have to dig pretty deep i he's a cat i don't well he was there like yeah he was for quite a a while it seems yeah also like they like Graystripe and Fireheart, like did get to know the River Clan cats pretty well from from I would, those previous chapters, right? I would say yeah. that we we know Misty Pool better than we knew Silverstream. Yeah, I, I, yeah. My God, I would love to know how many lines of dialogue Silverstream actually gets. Like ten. I would I say can't, 10 to 15, maybe. Right. I can't search it because um, all of her dialogue tags are going to be, like, different things. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. The um, the stuff, like, once they get back to the the camp with Yellowfang and Cinderpaw is very good. Also, the Blue Star and Fireheart conversation is, like, surprisingly... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's, there's, like, one particular line where she's, like, sometimes there are no right choices, which is a hell of a sentence for a children's book. Yeah. yeah. Blue Star, like, briefly, um, gained back her, like, uh, competence, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad her death flags are numerous <laughs> now. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh. Blue Star, yeah. watch out. Okay, we, yes, here, we have to talk about the fucking, like, glass ceiling of, um... When did this your cats? Where she's like, well, if I got pregnant and had kids, um, they wouldn't promote me, so... Where's your fucking... Listen, where's your fucking cat birth control? Hey. I guess, I guess there's a <laughs> lesson to, to teach kids early on, um... Workplace discriminates against women with children. <laughs> God, it's like the the gender politics of this are bizarre because, like, on the one hand, in like the later chapter, we learn that if a like pregnant if a queen doesn't want to say who the father is, she yeah. doesn't have to, which is like mm. you know that's cool. Um, I'm sure it makes for like an inbreeding nightmare. Uh, <laughs> You don't know who anyone's parents are. 
But, uh, you know, on paper, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you can be, like, relatively independent and, like, you don't need to be dependent on the father. Um, on the other hand, it makes you, it means that you're, like, kind of sequestered to the, the queen den yeah. while you're, while you have kids. Deadbeat dads is, like, the norm. Yeah. It's yeah, so- it's, like, explicitly, like... You know, many warrior fathers do not stay close to their kids. Yeah, because I... Uh, why? I think it was Misty Pool, like, who was, like... Or, or it was Fireheart's internal dialogue when talking to her that, like, oh, Crooked Star is unusual because he's so close to his daughter. That's almost like you should have told him or something. But then I feel like this changes in later books. It definitely changes in later books, I think in part because we have, like... There's, like male characters who are fathers. Yeah, like... And, like, the Aarons are like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We can't make our protagonist a deadbeat dad. (laughs) But this is just so... This is, like, fascinating that this was initially how it was written. It's also, like... It feels like it's kind of the first that we've seen of this. Because, like, in previous... Like, in previous chapters... People have talked about, like, oh, you know, even the father of the kits, or, like, the father of kits might have, like, a conflict of interest if there was an issue or whatever, um, in terms of, like, why male cats can't be medicine cat or can't, why male medicine cats can't have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like, I don't know if they walked that back or what. Yeah, it feels almost, like, out of place, given how... Um, they've handled everything else about, like, this kind, I know, like, family politics, almost. Like, this is very, like, this is, if you're watching, this is, like, people who talk about, like, alphas and omegas and, like, dogs and stuff, (laughs) you know? Not, like, not not that way, but the the normie way. No, it feels very, like, gender essentialist in, like, a Reddit way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's, like, very funny that it comes out of nowhere, because we just mm-hmm. suddenly get told, oh, by the way, Tiger Claw is a father. And <laughs> yeah, we, we just have to be like, what? Hold on. What? <laughs> it's, like, one line, but I had to write it down in the summer because it's so fucking funny. It's, it's like, I'm, like, I'm baffled that they didn't build up to this at all. Right. It's just, like, oh, and it's, like, Oh, the the reason that Fireheart knows is because it's like a dark tabby. It's like there's no other dark tabbies in the clan. I guess it was like a Brindle dark face. tabby and Tiger Claw was in there. I guess it was his yeah. Sherlock deduction. God. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do have in all caps Golden Flower fucked Tiger Claw question mark question mark. But we didn't need to know about that until this child was already born, I guess. Wait, I, so know who, tiger- I know who that child is, too. Tiger Claw's child is, is like, step-siblings or whatever with, like, with Greystripes. You, <laughs> you, can, you cannot go into the fucking family trees <laughs> of warrior cats. Funny. It's <laughs> This is terrible. I can't wait for oh. that um, child that we don't know the name of yet, that Liz doesn't, to to um, start featuring, because... Tiger Flower. <laughs> <laughs> no, Flower Claw. No. No. 
Golden Tiger. Because, um... Tiger Balm. <laughs> yeah, <done>. I... <laughs> the glass ceiling thing is still wild to me. Yeah, um, I don't even know what to say about I, that. <laughs> it's just such a, like, you set up a society where, like... You have, like, a number of, like, female leaders, and there doesn't seem to be any problem with there having been, with there being leaders or having been leaders, and then you're like, oh, but she's only a leader because she gave up her children. They have, like, like a very pretty good, like, daycare system. If she wanted to keep the kids, she could have done it. Like, if you, if you follow strictly by, like, the, the, the universe that they built. Yeah, it's, like, completely communal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like we saw it happen. It's like okay, well, orphans, no problem. <laughs> yeah, and also like the the trauma of like one of her babies fucking died. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah, one of her babies died so she could get her promotion. Essentially, yeah, it feels like it feels so much like a fucking like conservative newspaper story about like frigid <laughs> frigid like <laughs> CEOs or whatever which is especially like again all of the authors are women yeah they're not that like women can't have fucked up gender yeah. politics but yeah i'm like i like the narrative does kind of frame it as fucked up like the narrative's not like yeah this was like uh like this is a cool thing to do because it is like, damn, it really sucked that she had to do this. But I'm like, you could have just not had this happen at all unless you're trying to teach children about (laughs) workplace discrimination. Yeah, preparing children for the realities of uh, pregnancy discrimination lawsuits. Yeah. This this definitely feels like like defaulting to like, well, we have a a conflicted woman leader character. Mm-hmm. What made her sad? Like, yeah, how'd you get this position? It's definitely like falling back on on tropes that you like, especially if you're also the, the I don't know an old British woman writer, or whatever, <laughs> have like read, which is not an excuse. But it's like, oh, I see that these, I see where this may have come from. Yeah, the errands the errands do rely a lot on like like child drama for the female characters. I mean like Yellow mm-hmm. Fang as well. Yeah. And I mean like Silverstream. Yeah. Like very clear lesson there. Um but I did want to say uh within the Blue Star backstory we get the thing about Thistleclaw, I kind of like the like sort of like dramatic irony that's going on there where it's like basically describing a cat who's just like Tiger Claw. <laughs> um, and like how how Blue Star stopped this guy before by becoming a deputy instead of him, but now like there's Tiger Claw here doing all shit, and she's like completely failing to move against him. Yeah, it's so interesting that she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm really glad that I stopped Thistleclaw from becoming leader, and it's like you've just set up Thistleclaw Mark Two yeah. to be leader when you eat it, which is going to be soon, because you have one life left. Well, you see, she beat the one bad guy, and it's not <laughs> indicative of any patterns within their society or anything, so she's fine. 
least I know. Right, that's how cultural change happens, right? Yep. You just you get the one guy and then you're done. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just vote the one guy out. Solves. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh bleak. We've got oh, go blue no matter sorry okay it's does this is horrible let's move on um oh. gray stripe is then informed that yes your children are alive <laughs> and then proceeds to make himself such a pest yeah this is the most i've enjoyed his character in like books it's really, like, it's both very sweet and also extremely funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. That he's like, oh, I'm going to help. And, like, you know, the, the the person who's, like, it's like, there's a crisis. And they're like, I'm going to help. And what they do is just sort of get in the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's He said, I'm going to be the opposite of a deadbeat dad now. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because everyone else is a deadbeat dad. <laughs> like, just getting in the way. There's one moment where one of the queens asks him, like, are you nursing them? <laughs> no? <laughs> There's just this image of, like, this big old gray cat just, like, leaning over these very little, like, beaten kittens. <laughs> Like, asking very nervously, like, is it dying? Is it dead? Why is it so small? See, it's such an endearing image, but... It really is. It's like, again... At what cost? Yeah, this really does endear me to him, but damn. It it doesn't cancel all his many other sins, I'm sorry. No. No. But yeah, the the question of like, well, why are the babies so small? It's like they're fucking babies, Grace Trey. <laughs> they get bigger. Don't worry. I mean, I guess this was essentially like a like teen young adult pregnancy. Yeah. How would he know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very funny, and I guess. I also savage it's very funny that the only people who talk to Grace right now are Fireheart and Brackenfur. I'm like, I'm surprised yeah. Brackenfur is even bothering with you. Terrible teacher. Oh, uh, Brackenfur seems like the kind of person who is just like, well, you know, I don't, I think maybe he could have done better, but I'm sure that <laughs> he had his reasons. It's like, oh, buddy, he did have his reasons, but they were real bad. Brackenfur, you're such a nice young lad. What are you doing here? Get out of here. <laughs> Can't be in this clan. It's terrible. He should he feels think- like he should be the protagonist of like a, a not violence focused little anthropomorphic animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Book where he goes he and on. Raven Paul yeah. would get along, I think. Yeah. yeah, go join um the gay commune over at Farley's farm. <laughs> Bracken Paw's definitely like a like like a late, like late 90s early 2000s kind of like protagonist where it's like oh i'm 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 kind of quiet and soft-spoken i'm not like the other jocks but i'm not mean i'm just i'm so awkward i'm just trying to fit in oh no they forgot i was here yeah <laughs> he is um joseph gordon lovett's character in 10 things i hate about you 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like, hi, I'm here. That's my whole personality is I'm here. <laughs> He's dependable. Oh, he is very dependable. Again, I think he'll make a great mentor. Yeah. Speaking of mentors, uh, Cloudkit gets made an apprentice to Fireheart. Um, oh, that'll I, be fine. I, no problems. Fireheart needs to stop saying, how can he not understand the warrior code? He's a baby. He's fine. He just entered, like, middle school, Fireheart. Yeah, like, he's an infant, and he spent all of his time with the elders who spoil him rotten. Right? Um, yeah. It's fine. I love that the elders love him so much. It's so good. It really is. <laughs> it's just all these, like, grumpy old old cats, like, <laughs> just we love this. I don't, is he that much of a troublemaker anymore? He seems, like, fine. He just seems overexcited, but honestly, yeah. he gives off the same kind of vibes that Cinderpaw gave off when she first mm-hmm. became an apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, he's uh, just, like, very bouncy. Yeah. He's so cute. I just want to pick him <laughs> up and him. cuddle him. And, of course, because he's oh. a little baby, everyone hates him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Two people at least hate him. Three. I mean, so... We also have the the bit where Blue Star is like, "Oh, Gray Star isn't going to be punished because losing Silverstream was punishment enough," which, like, I think was a mistake. Yes, Blue, um, Blue Star is setting her once again. Death flags going up. Mm-hmm. You're making everyone in the clan d- dislike you. Well, it's also like she's undermining her own authority, yeah. and she's also like undermining him, um, because like now people really resent him. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. You could have given him some sort of, like, token something. Fucking, she made Fireheart and Graystripe be apprentices, like, sleep in the apprentice den for just going to, like, help, help RiverClan. Um, never mind, like, having an extra clan relationship. I don't... With children. Like, there are orphans here. Well, like, you know, not orphans, but, like... Yeah, yeah. she... She definitely needed to do something more. Yeah, so if it, it definitely feels like they're setting it up as like, oh, this is her big misstep. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh go ahead. It like especially sucks like for Cloud Kits or Cloud like Pop becoming an apprentice to come right after that because it Yeah. Just like it sets a bad tone. Did they have to be like right? <laughs> Did they yeah, have to I know. be right after the other. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like she was trying to frame it as like, "Here's a bad thing. Here's a good thing." But like, she had to know that there was. Yeah, well, she had to know that like the clan has conflicted feelings about Cloudkit. That's right. that's a, that's not a compliment sandwich. That's compliment toast. You need something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. It it was like it seemed like a lot of the cats were happy for Cloud Kit besides Tiger Claw's posse, so there is that. Yeah. That's true. Um I don't think he's like totally hated anymore. No one's like saying <laughs> we need this child needs to be thrown into a pit <laughs> to die anymore. <laughs> we need to expose this baby on a hill. <laughs> well he's too old for them to do that now. <laughs> they have to send him to Snake Hell instead. <laughs> yeah, Snake Hell's not what it used to be. Yeah, it's underwater. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I think the flooding's gone. No, you're right. Uh, anything else we need to cover? I think I don't know. Not everything I had. I uh, yeah, I think that's about it. There's what what a what a set of chapters. Uh huh. They're dense. They're <laughs> I can I can kind of see the bones of like who's who is whose child like starting to emerge and all the the confusion that will like come out from that. <laughs> I don't I know at some point the main books like actually go back to be like prequels about like I think Dawn of the Clans, but um family trees, uh generations mm. gonna just gonna be real important from here on out. Nope. I listen I got confused with, like, two unrelated cats this chapter. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Buckle in. Okay. Um, so I guess that's, like, if, if that's all we've got to say for these chapters, we could move on to our segment. I don't know what to do for the segment. Once again, I keep forgetting <laughs> I mean, so we do have the post about the birthing sticks. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that's Which a good story. Which is pretty story. short, but wait, there's a hashtag Silverstream's death on Tumblr. What? Oh, it's gonna. Is there anything actually in there? I don't know. Um, do you want to investigate that while I read this post? Um. Yeah. Um. So, oh, this is recent. This is from July 16th. Oh my god. Um, you got you got to describe the image. That's it. Oh, I will. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we have a person with red eyes and very pointy teeth. Uh just fucking biting a stick in half. Um <laughs> there are splinters flying everywhere. <laughs> it is a terrifying image to look at. <laughs> and someone has posted this with no context. And then Sour Milk replies, cats giving birth in warriors. And the OP responds, cats doing what now? <laughs> um, and then someone says, the worst part is that they're right. I'm laughing too hard to be coherent, but they actually do this in the books. And they do do this in the books. Um, in, in later birthing scenes, they give the fucking the mama cat a stick to bite onto so that she can like <laughs> concentrate on it i guess like or not scream during the birthing process um and so <laughs> platosaurus responds seeing this post just suddenly and violently awakened a memory in me that i didn't realize i had and i feel the need to share it with y'all now so here you go when I was in third grade, I had a group of friends who I would roleplay warrior cats on the playground with at my after-school program. Running around the soccer field on my hands and knees, pretending to chase other cats <laughs> off my territory was literally my childhood. And we had this thing called the birthing stick that was basically this one random stick that whenever someone in our clan was giving birth, they would put in their mouth and bite it as hard as they fucking Children could. Children are God. unhinged. Truly. And so and so one day, one of my friends decided they wanted kits, so they fell on the ground and screamed <laughs> that they were giving birth. My birth is for RP. <laughs> I was the medicine cat at the time, so it was my job to go grab the stick. 
So, you know, the birthing stick was pretty a pretty big stick. It was about an inch thick and pretty long. But apparently our constant biting on the stick must have worn it down or something, because this stick just fucking snaps. A few pieces of wood fly through the air, and everyone starts freaking out because she just snapped a stick in half in her mouth. And it's while we're freaking out that we realize that as the stick left her mouth, it left her with a few splinters embedded in her gums. No! The teachers ended up having to call her parents, and she had to go to an emergency care to get the splinters removed. The teachers then spent 30 minutes clearing the field of any and all sticks on it before any of the other kids would try to eat them. From that point on, a rule was made that you weren't allowed to have sticks at aftercare anymore, and if you found them, you were required to throw them over the fence. For the rest of the school year, none of the other kids wanted to play with us because they thought we had been trying to eat sticks. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, the details of like Warrior Cats Recess RP are yes, simply incredible. Um, God, I, I, it's really hard for me to remember. Um, even though I know I did it, um, I feel like it involved collecting rocks for some reason. It was also just me and my one friend. We were the only ones doing it, so hard to have a clan when it's just two people. Children yeah. love to collect rocks and stuff, though. Like, regardless of yeah intent. It's just, if you're a warrior cat, yeah, rocks and sticks. If you're... Yeah, gotta be my nest. <laughs> um, I have a proposal. There's a fanfic from 2008 titled Grey Stripes Biuwa Silver Stream Staff that I have linked. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think we should. This author's note is incredible. I think we should sample some of this uh, aged literature. Oh my god. Um, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna read the the like how it's categorized. Mm-hmm. Books, warriors, rated T. English, romance and tragedy. Words, five hundred and eleven. Published August twenty first, two thousand eight. Oh my god, it's it's gonna be quite a bit older in a few days. <laughs> oh. The dis- yeah, this fic is more than ten years old. This fic is oh, in like shit. fifth grade. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> This fic is old enough to be playing our warriors on the playground. <laughs> the the disclaimer here is, I do not own warriors or any characters in it. If I did, I would have made Silverstream live. <laughs> if Get I was him. an Aaron, I simply would have let Silverstream live. Rift to the eras, but I'm different. You know what? Me too. You don't need to fridge a, fridge a woman who's had 12 lines. Do, does somebody want to uh, start this? I would love <laughs> to. Um, Graystripe's view. Silverstream's death. Hi, I'm Graystripe, <laughs> a ThunderClan cat. My best friend Firestar is the leader. That's I have not many friends at the time. <laughs> I, I have many friends in ThunderClan. And I live a happy life. But there's a hole in my heart that can never be filled. That hole is Silverstream. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the day. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a perfect morning. Dark, but perfect. I stretched out my paws and seized a rabbit from the fresh killed pile. Of course, Grace Stripe would fucking eat a whole mm-hmm. rabbit. 
After I finished, I felt contented, like I could curl up and sleep right there. But I had work to do. I bounded up the ravine and through the gorse tunnel. Gray striped. The call came from the river, and realization struck me. It was Silverstream. Should we popcorn style this? <laughs> sure. My legs shot up from under me, carrying me across the forest. Meanwhile, the calls continued. Gray stripe, gray stripe, gray stripe, please. I ran like the wind. Finally, I skidded to a halt at the river. I gasped, taking in gulps of air. I glanced at the River Clan riverbank. On it sat Silverstream. The silver she cat swam across the river as gracefully as she could with her swollen belly. No! <laughs> oh, Graystripe, I'm so glad you're here, she purred. Would you be purring in labor? <laughs> no, she's about to go into labor, please. Oh, okay. Please, you have to respect the author's oh, you're pacing. Right, you're right. Suddenly, a shock ran along her back. At least I thought it was a shock. Her whole head drifted <laughs> to one side and she fell over. <laughs> Silverstream, are you okay? I meowed urgently. They're coming, she wailed. Blood began to ooze from her side. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> My yellow eyes widened her. Where does this person think babies come out of? The side, just like Athena. Oh my god. Yeah, just like a fucking chest burster. <sighs> Listen, to be fair, this person's probably like 11. That's true, they haven't had comprehensive health yet. Nope. Good, good guess on their part, I guess. It's around the same area. Kind of. Just then... A different but familiar scent wafted into my nostrils. Fireheart! Graystripe, he called over Silverstream's wails of pain. Fireheart, the kits! The kits are coming and it's all going wrong! I yelled back. Fetch Yellowfang! I pressed my pelt against the silver cat and purred encouraging words to her. The spasms were weaker now. And when Fireheart broke through the forest with Cinderpaw, I let out a sigh of relief. Wait, Cinderpaw? Where was Yellowfang? <laughs> I shook the thoughts away from my mind. I had better things to worry about. I sent a tire claw behind me to keep in conversation with Fireheart. I didn't care. Cinderpaw pulled out a tiny gray kit uh, and dropped it at his pulled feet. Pulled it right on out of there. <laughs> Jesus. Meanwhile, Silverstream seemed pain. Just a little. Cinderpaw pulled out another kit oh and gave God. it to Fireheart. That's so much more visceral than the book I don't like. I know. I urged Silverstream to eat the herbs that the medicine cat apprentice set at her side. Reluctantly, she chewed the bitter leaves, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> Silverstream lifted her head to lick me. Goodbye, Graystripe, she whispered. I love you. Take care of our kids. Her voice trailed off. Then her body gave, gave a jerk, and the life was sucked out of her. Grief crashed down on me. No, I yelled. But I had to face it. My love was gone. <laughs> this was so much more intense. Than disclaimer. Please, disclaimer at the end. Sorry, it was oh. so short. This is my first fanfic. Please review. No flames, please. I Can think. we just hop into the comics? Uh, yeah, the I want. I, I want to go. I was. I was gonna go look at that. What is what? Oh, this is just like so somebody with like a copy, a uh, copy paste of like s some whatever chainmail thing. 
From 2014. Yeah, yeah someone six years after the story was uh, posted, <laughs> guest posted like a coffee pasta, like creepy pasta about like, if you don't repost this, this dead girl will find you. Um, which is really late for that kind of thing, I feel like. I I need to read this comment from Gwen from 2013. Oh <laughs> First of all, I need to note that Gwen writes all of the cat's names in all capitals with a space in between two parts of them. Gwen knows what she's about. I am a huge fan of Warriors books when Greystripe told Fireheart Silverstream is going to have my kids. I was so happy for Greystripe and Silverstream. Then I kept on reading. Then I was finally to the part where Silverstream was going to have kids. But then Greystripe said it was going all wrong and she whispered her last words. Goodbye, Greystripe. I love you. Take care of our kids. I paused and I looked at my friend Caitlin and almost cried. What's wrong? What's wrong? She kept on asking. She, she, she died. Who, she asked. Silverstream, who? She was not a bad cat, even though she was from RiverClan. Greystripe loved her. I thought it was going to work. I thought they were going to be a family, but mom died. So sad for me. I love Gwen. <laughs> See, this is, this I is so Gwen's narrative. Mommy. Damn. I love the introduction love- of Caitlyn halfway yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Gwen's normie friend who's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, uh, Atlas Yak uh, in December 13th, 2012 is says, I cried. It is so beautiful. Love it. Smiley face. Yeah, this is getting like some reviews like, s- like several years after it was written. Yeah. Yeah, some of these reviews are fucking brutal. Four yeah. years after this was posted, Reinhardt says, not bad for a start, All right, dot, Reinhard- dot, dot, nice like, thing fuck this- off. <laughs> Reinhardt said this on and on, so you know, you know. Didn't even bother Also, Liz, um, don't scroll down, there's a spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a spoiler? There's like ten comments, I can't- Don't scroll down past a misguided ghost. Okay. Um, a misguided ghost has some, uh, yeah. some, like, responses, or some, some indentation, some punctuation advice, which is like, alright, no one asked for that. You, you sent this three years later. <laughs> right. Yeah, what the heck? Also, it's like, the, the review begins, first of all, when you have someone speak, you indent, and then they, like, fix one of the sentences in the fic, um, and then g- ends... See, other than that, it's good. Smiley face. It's like, first of all. First of all, who asked? Yeah. Where's your compliment sandwich? If if only if only fanfic.net had kudos, I would give this. Oh my kudos. god. <laughs> what? I went to Misguided Ghost's um profile in one. Their their full name is XX Misguided Ghost XX. Just uh-huh. very important. Too. They've written some Edgar Allan Poe fan fiction. What? Oh no, it's not Edgar Allan Poe fan fiction. This is like poems about their life. Um, the comment of, of the. I didn't know what kind of category to put this under, so I picked a death writing poet. Two years to go to the day one of my best friends oh, was Jesus. hit by a car. I wrote oh this poem God. for her. Aww. Oh no. It's like, oh, damn. That sucks. You know what? That's. You you filter that through your own your own methods. Yeah. I support that. 
Yeah, they have a couple of, like, poetry that seems to be for, like, people they know who have died that they have posted under Edgar Allan Poe. Um, I hope no one left the mean comments on it. Yeah. Wow, they have a very, very famous, very well, well, one with many reviews, Warriors fanfic, so maybe they know what they're talking about when they gave Um, this advice. I did check. To st- the uh, the author of the story we read was I Warrior. That is the only story they've written. Oh, did they yeah. need to write anything else? They listen. This was a very <laughs> resonant story. Someone reviewed it like five years later. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very nicely done. Six Kimiko Six says it wasn't bad, but could have been a bit better. It has the potential, but seems rather rushed. But good smiley face. Come on. These people, I swear, so I need demanding. to t- I need to take the time at some point and try and find the Warriors fanfic I remember so vividly from fanfic.net that was just crazy. It was it was a self insert. <laughs> oh, but this final this final review, which was the first one they received, is actually um it's very nice. It's the one Liz it's, can't uh, look at, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. one. With, it has spoilers in the first paragraph, um, but the second paragraph is like, "Your spelling was perfect. I didn't see one error. You must have good spelling and grammar, or you read your story over and over to check for spelling. It was very spelling sweet. is misspelled. Oh. <laughs> um, a very personal you were, review. You are on my favorite and alert. Your story is on my favorites. Keep on writing. Really good. Thandiel. Thanks, Thandiel. Aww. I hope they're so Way to writing. encourage new writers. Yeah. You know, it was very affecting. <laughs> very graphic, um, even though yeah, a lot. they obviously didn't understand how pregnancy or birth worked. Listen, do they need to? No, it's Did about you- the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> When the blood started oozing from her side, it was quite horrible. It was. I think for, for I'm guessing, a 10 to 12-year-old, this this is pretty well done. No, it was. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is pretty much exactly the kind of stuff I was writing at that age, and... Not, like, specifically Grey Stripe's view of Silverstein's death, <laughs> but, like, the same level of, like, drama slash melodrama and, mm-hmm. like, graphic depictions of blood. Yeah. Um, it's an important, uh, like, phase mm-hmm. in any any young writer's life. Truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really have anything else. I, um, I do want to check. Okay, I'm on. I'm on just the Warriors section of fanfiction.net. I wow, it's changed a lot. I don't know how to sort anything. What are you? Ch- Can you sort don't, anything anymore? Don't don't look too hard. No, I just want to see what the most popular one is. Oh, okay. Oh, favorites rated K to T because this is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know who this is, so I don't know if I should even read this. I I can't make any jokes. I don't know who any of these people are. Okay, okay. Here's the third most popular one. It's called Fire and Shadow by Rowan Oak Twenty Three, published two thousand nine. AU 
Rusty has been adopted, not by Thunder Clan, but by Shadow Clan. <sighs> oh my gosh. <gasps> 40 chapters. That's such a classic kid rewrite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the main character in the evil <laughs> house or whatever. I wonder if he's still oh, called, man. like, Fireheart, or if it's, like, Shadowheart. No, he's, he's, like, he's, like, <laughs> Ember Blaze. Hold up. Can we, the second most popular one, When Star Clan Gets Bored by Chuckles Lives On, was first published October 28th, 2012, and is humor slash parody. This is a story about what happens when StarClan gets bored of the clan's boring lives. Wacky things are about to occur. Warning. Random. Rated T, just in case. In 2012? This has 177,000 words, and it was last updated June 24th. 2021? this year. Yeah, of this year. What? Nine years old? What? Chuck's Lazon, you do. This is too recent. We can't look at this. In, uh, on June 24th, Chuckles Lives On wrote uh, a chapter entitled The Kitty Pope, John Paul George Ringo. What? What? <laughs> okay. They did say random. Warning random. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh, this one. Oh, it's this one's from last year, like updated last year. It's called Warriors High. A high school. Trust me, this is unlike any of the millions of Warrior High stories out there. Sure, we've got the gorgeous guy, the jealous girl, the smarty pants, but we've also got (laughs) the prankster, the unexpected couple, and the near-death situations. Someone may not walk out alive. I can't read- Oh! Foxleaf had nothing to do with the llamas. Sugar should have never go unwatched. Someone's already died. This was last updated last year. Um, I'm very curious to know. So apparently my friend from college's older sister wrote an incredibly popular Warriors fan fiction that she still gets comments about asking um, whether she's going to finish it and she is not going to finish it. Can we have her on our show? Please, I need to know what what it's like. She's never, she has never told me about like the name of the fic and I do want to see if I can find it. But all I know is that it was very popular and that's not much to go off still of. Still in progress, mm-hmm. which is not not a lot to go off of. <sighs> I do kind of want to read the the evil AU for Fireheart. I think it's mm-hmm. old enough that we can. Well, not today. I'm no. going to I'm going to put it in the server. I'm glad, like, the grand old traditions of, like, high school AUs and, like, random humor XC are continuing on really strong. I, I cannot been- believe that there's high school AUs for cats. I- oh, I can. <laughs> I, I I would have thought, like, the, the new generation would think it's, like, too cringe, but I guess not. I mean, we came up with a high school AU on, on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I guess yeah, but so. We're old. But, yeah. I don't know. I never. I've. I have never enjoyed like high school oh, no, settings. I hate <laughs> like even as a child, I was Mm-mm. not interested in them. I was interested in them before I went to high school, which makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I. I. 
I didn't like modern day fiction. I didn't care about that stuff. I want I want cats. I want magic. I want space. Ooh, a space AU for warriors would be really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Twilight Mo- Meowage. There you go. Finally, cat voice on the moon. <laughs> Is Tender Sky a warrior cat's name? Hmm. Tender Sky? Yeah, know. it is. Yeah, I guess so. It's abstract and they know what the sky is, and I hope they know what tenderness is. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I feel like there's like, there is a canon cat that has like a prefix that's like akin to tender, like emotion, but I can't remember now. Well, I am hungry, so I think we should stop it here. <laughs> Uh, is that if that's good? Yep, sounds good. Can I end us with the oldest Warriors fanfic on fanfiction.net? Yes, oh my god, please. please. Published November 27th, 2005. Wow. It's called Warriors 7 Between the Horizons. Oh. So I think it's. I'm not looking at anything in the summary, but I think it's a, like a, a little sequel or something. Yeah, it seems to come like out. it. So I think. That's very much, you know, that's, that's within the things that would be written. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, what if People I wrote did that the all the time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that will, that'll be it for us today. Um, absolutely bonkers chapters. And... <laughs> Uh, next week we'll be reading chapters 25 through 27. Actually, not next week, because we will be on hiatus next week. Yes. Oh, why? Because Liz and I are <laughs> moving, um, so <laughs> gonna be busy. May or may not have internet. Uh, we'll see. Um, so in the meanwhile, uh, Julian and Julian alone is gonna read Fire and Shadow. Uh, <laughs> your usual yeah, host, Alex, will be back. <laughs> I'll do a little, uh, a little, um, what do they call them? Podfic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would take forever. I can't do that. This fic is so long. It's 41 chapters. first chapter. It's 65,000 words. That would take, like, eight hours to read. <laughs> um. Um, yeah. But we'll be back the week after that, probably. Um... As always, you can find the show on Twitter at Staircast. Uh, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Staircast. Um, you know what? Email in and tell us what you thought about Silverstream's death as a child. StuartStarkLaid at gmail.com. Would love to know. Um... Kip is still trying to break into my room. Once again, he's so <laughs> bad. Um, that that'll be it. That'll be it for us this week. Uh, so until next time, may Star Clan light your path. Bye. Bye.
Wow, I laughed a lot. Tiger Claw, <laughs> he was just there. <laughs> God. Why was he just there?